Welcome to Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure is brought to you by the Peaceful Brand, the Final Peace LLC, and Peaceful Gems Mentoring. Here on Applying Pressure, we aim to educate our listeners, giving you information to help you graduate from just going through life to glowing through it. Pressure creates diamonds, so apply that pressure for your sparkling ending. Hey, 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 it is Tuesday, February 15th, the day after Love Day, Valentine's Day. Hey, loves, how are ya? I am your favorite podcast host, Alicia, the CEO of The Peaceful Brand, which is comprised of Peaceful Gems Mentoring, The Final Peace LLC, and Peaceful Senses Sensory Toys and Social Programming. So, let's chit-chat. Before we even get into the to today's topic, let's do our bring back. Remember, I gave you guys a homework assignment. Your homework assignment was to do something fun off of your leisure list, something that brings you joy. So we're going to first share results. I'm going to share with you because I did this as well. And then we're going to have a reflection moment and then we will hop into our topic. Let's get into it. All right bring backs let's get into it so last week we discussed leisure list and the importance of restoring our childhood innocence so the assignment was for us to do something that brings us pure joy something that restores our childhood innocence so let's get into it i am a book buff i love to read hence the reason why the reason why i am teaching English. But anywho, I have began to pick up books again. Life hit and I stopped reading. But I realized that in stopping my reading, stopping one of my passions, I stagnated my joy, stagnated childhood innocence. And I didn't realize that until I picked up a book and started to read again and let me tell you the sense of joy that a book can bring you when I get a new book in my hands oh baby just all of the anxiety floats away the problems go away as I turn those pages and I imagine myself in the setting of that book or imagine the characters I began to analyze them began to analyze even the author and the way that they think feel and move based off of what they have written is phenomenal even rereading the book picking up a book with the bent spine with the pages a little bit crumbled with the highlights from my past read that's what brings me joy so with that being said Let's share the results because remember, we're data driven. Everything that we do here is to change and modify behavior for the better. The gems that I give you are gems to enhance yourself personally, spiritually, professionally, academically, and every facet of your life. So, bring back boom. So, data my first indicator that reading. And the restoration of reading in my life was effective was the joy that I felt as I began to engage in reading and really get into the material that I was reading. 
I say this to say emotional response or the way that one responds to an intervention being put in place lets you know how effective it is. So with that being said, the increase of joy while reading allows me to know that this intervention is something that may be effective. Whether it is effective long term or short term is what we will explore over the time that we work to restore our childhood innocence. I am saying we because these bring back activities will be things that I participate in with you all. So when we're talking data, increase in positive behavior. In this case, increase in positive behavior is an increase of emotion, positive emotion. Next point or next way that I know that reading and the restoration of reading for leisure for me was effective was my desire to continue. So if something, speaking from a behavioral point of view, is enjoyable to someone, if they desire to be engaged with the activity, then the likelihood of success goes up. So I have an increase in positive behavior, which is my emotional response in this case. After I evaluate the way that I'm responding emotionally, I look at motive or my desire. Is it there? Yes or no. In this case, yes, it was there. That is another way that I know that it is effective. Last point as to how I know that returning to reading is restoring my childhood joy is the willingness that I have to independently do the readings, engage in reading without being prompted. If you have to prompt someone or encourage someone or you have to prompt or encourage yourself to engage, the buy-in probably is not there. So we have to ensure that buy-in is there or engagement is there to ensure that this method is effective. So as you are reflecting upon whatever you engaged in to bring back or increase your childhood innocence, I want you to determine, does this behavior increase positive behaviors in my life, positive patterns? Do I have a desire to do this on a regular basis? And lastly, am I able to do this without prompting or without being encouraged? Okay, now that I have shared my bring back, the data, from my activity, my leisure activity reading, I want you to reflect for two minutes. So go ahead and pause the episode and then take a minute to reflect upon your process, your engagement with your leisure activity and how effective or ineffective was it? Did you find it fun or was it boring? So go ahead and pause for two minutes and then we'll come back together.
Okay, so now that you have taken your two minutes, you have done some reflection. We are now going to discuss how the things that you reflected upon impact your wholeness journey. Because remember, we are transitioning from healing to wholeness. So how did this activity help you to be whole? So jot down a response real quick. I'm doing it as well. You probably hear me shuffling with papers in the background. I am taking notes and going through my notes as I am speaking to you guys. So how did your bring back work out? After you jot that down, I want to talk to you about how it should help. If you continue these patterns, continue to work to break the cycle, to reshape and reshift your mind, what the outcome will be. So, number one is simple, straight to the point. Happiness returns. Happiness returns. A lot of times when things transpire in life that are traumatic, that break our hearts, that hurt our feelings, it is a natural response as a person or a human to shut down, to withdraw. Your brain goes through a process to protect itself. An example of protection, psychological protection could be the pushing of your memories to your subconscious. So if you've been through something and you probably don't remember everything or your experience is a little bit grainy, you're trying to figure out, hmm, I remember this person or hmm, I remember that location, but I don't remember everything. That is your brain protecting itself. That is called repressing. Now, what I mean by repressing or stuffing these memories down to your subconscious being a form of help is the way that God set up the brain, your body, your emotions. He has given us a way to self-regulate. With self-regulation, if your brain identifies a situation or an experience that is too much for you to handle, it will create a barrier between you and the trauma so that you can continue to go on. But the issue with this is if we continue to go unhealed, if we continue to suppress those memories and not let them come up so we can heal, then it becomes more harmful than good for us. With that being said, in order to take control of your own happiness, you have to rewrite the narrative. Part of rewriting the narrative is working to even rewire your brain. It is scientifically proven that trauma rewires the brain in order to fix those jumbled up wires. You have to heal. You have to work so that happiness is restored. So 
happiness returns when we begin to engage in things that bring us joy that release endorphins in our brain that tells our minds i'm excited i'm having fun i'm happy if you do this on a continual basis then guess what it increases and and boosts up those endorphins and it increases your likelihood of being in a state of happiness instead of a state of depression or an anxious state so benefit one is happiness returns. Benefit two, you get the opportunity to actually enjoy life. So if you are living your life on the defense, then it's hard to enjoy everything that is going on around you. Looking outside the window and seeing the trees blowing in the wind or seeing the sunshine peeking in, that should be something that is enjoyable. That's an opportunity for you to look outside at nature and say, hey, things are living, breathing, and functioning around me. And I'm living, breathing, and functioning too. That's worth being happy and celebrating about. We don't always have to wait for the extremely exciting moments to happen or those adrenaline rushes to hit us because we have a sense of joy within. So third thing, final thing, after we create these habits so that our happiness can return and we learn to enjoy life and just walk and live in a mindset of gratitude, step three begins to take place. Things go from being mental to physical. What I mean by that is Your outlook, your desires, the things that you are working towards in your life will become tangible. So the happiness and your zest, your joy for life that you began to see rekindled become a lifestyle. So with that being said, the third benefit or perk of this leisure system and buying into treating yourself, loving on yourself, is your lifestyle is a reflection of your mental state. So, with that being said, if I feel good mentally, then my life will look good. If I am in a state of depression or I'm anxious all the time, my life may not look as well as it could. So, benefits. Let's go back into it. Your happiness slowly begins to return as you buy into these leisure activities and treating yourself, restoring your childhood innocence. Two, you learn to enjoy life again or for the first time. Three, your mental state becomes the author or the creative guide for your lifestyle. I'm sure we've all heard something to the effect of your thoughts become your reality, your words have creative power. So what we think in our mind and what we say out of our mouth becomes a lifestyle. I challenge you to shift your mindset and shift the narrative so that you can experience happiness 
you can enjoy life to the fullest and your lifestyle will also reflect the internal work that you've been doing okay so we were able to chit chat discuss our data and then you guys had a reflection period i then told you why or how this type of process of restoring your childhood innocence by finding what brings you joy what you find fun now we're going to quickly talk about application in the real world how is this process going to carry over to benefit you in the long run so when engaging in a leisure list you are experimenting whether it is experimenting to see what new things you like or experimenting to see if you still enjoy some of the same things you are trying things out it is a trial and error phase with that being said some of these skills will stick with you throughout the remainder of your life other things as you grow and develop may change completely or modify slightly so we all have to find a way to regulate enjoy ourselves and unwind so what better way to do it than to have fun so real world application for today is summed up in one word fun now for those of us that like more details we are going to talk about how fun is beneficial so yes we know that it has health benefits it has mental benefits spiritual and psychological but how does it benefit us in our long-term goals how does it benefit us in our healing journey let's hop into it so long-term goals when we are talking about accomplishing things in life whether it be academically in your spiritual life your personal life your career these are things that take place in steps and phases it doesn't usually all come together at once we have to do work over time to enjoy our outcome with that being said work is exhausting it's tiring even if you're doing something purposeful you're doing something that you enjoy that you are passionate about there are times that you will still get tired so we need to be able to release fun activities that are constructive so enhancing or building us in some way but also showing us healthy ways to cope healthy ways to unwind so for instance i will use my example that i discussed earlier of reading when we discuss reading skills this is a critical skill this is something that i can use the ability to analyze and comprehend in any facet of life if i were going to take a driving test i would need to be able to comprehend the material that i have read to in turn answer the questions so that is how i would use my comprehension skills big picture now when we talk about unwinding that's something that is an escape for me a healthy escape so that is something that i can benefit from mentally as well because it is a mental break 
It's giving me the opportunity to say, okay, I, I did a lot today. I accomplished a lot. Now I need a break and I can pick up a book. Or I can use it on the practical end to do things like I mentioned, take a driving test. Or if you're going to sign a contract for a home or for a car, you would need to use those skills. So these are ways that I can use my skill across the board. So as you are going through and exploring and getting to know yourself more and working to restore your childhood innocence through fun, think about one, how is it effective? So the data behind it all. And two, is it beneficial long term? If so, how? Because ultimately along this journey, we want everything to be purposeful and done with intent. So even unwinding, we want to unwind with intent. We want to learn something new about ourselves, experience something new, and something that we can carry over into the real world. So until next time, y'all, blessings, love, and peace.